What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show. As I sit here today, it is mid-November 2022, which means we are pretty smack dab in the middle of the holiday season, I guess people might call it. And depending on who you ask, right, the holiday season typically is like October-ish to the new year, right? We have Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year stuff, Hanukkah, Friendsgiving, like whatever it is that you celebrate, like this is oftentimes the time of year where there's a lot of stuff going on, right? And this definitely changes from person to person, right? Like myself, this is usually the time of year where I don't see as many people, where I kind of just shelter into my house and the days get shorter and it's just, it's harder for me to be social, but some people are the opposite of that, right? Like there's just more opportunities, more work gatherings, more work parties, more, you know, stuff going on with friends. Like there's just a lot of opportunity sometimes this time of year, partially because I, I don't know, I think it's a great time of the year. It's really fun. You get to see your family, friends, you know, a lot of people come back to town or you get to travel. Like it really is an, an awesome time of the year, but it's also a time of the year where I find that it's really easy to just kind of punt your health and fitness stuff until the beginning of the year. And it's just, a harder time of the year because if we compare this time to maybe the new year or you know or early or late spring or the summer or even in the fall like some things that change that make a big difference at least right now is right now we have daylight savings time right we just had our first whatever it is daylight savings and days are now short as hell like you get to 4 35 o'clock and it's fucking dark outside which is depressing as hell um you know, again, there's also more opportunities for some people to see friends or to go out or to just be more social, go to different gatherings. And sometimes it could just be more difficult to stick with the health and fitness routine that you've implemented or tried to implement over the past six to nine months. And a lot of times, again, people get into this routine where the holiday seasons comes around and it's like anything that you've known or have done up until this point kind of goes out the window because it's harder sometimes for people to maintain that level of consistency this time of the year when there's different things pulling them in different directions, so to speak. And a lot of times it's, it's hard because when people develop this mentality of they're either on or off their plan. This is a really, this is a really easy time of the year to, to say that you're off your plan. Cause there's a lot of excuses and reasons as to why it can be hard to maintain your plan and, and to maintain your routine and to make your health and fitness a priority this time of the year. Because I mean, let's be real. I mean, it's just, sometimes it's just a little bit more difficult when there's a lot of things going on. And, and those are all oftentimes, uh, a justification as to why you can say fuck it until, you know, say January 1st when you could just restart and, you know, regather yourself and re-implement the things that you know you need to do to take care of yourself, which I don't know. I think it's kind of BS, honestly, if you ask me, because yes, there's different seasons of our life, but that doesn't mean that you can just pick and choose when you're going to take care of yourself and when you're not going to, when you're going to make yourself a priority and when you're not. Now, I think there's, you know, 
different ends of the spectrum when it comes to this, right? But a lot of times people have this all in, you know, all or nothing mentality where on this one side of the spectrum, it's doing all the things all the time, being obsessive, you know, whatever that definition is to them, them being on their plan. Like sometimes there's nothing that can get in the way of, of people following through on that. But you get the holiday season, you know, there's different opportunities. You start to feel maybe more guilty for not following through with that plan. And, and you and your, you know, perfectionist mentality can kind of go to the opposite end of the spectrum where it's like, you know, not giving a shit at all and just doing all the things all the time and not even thinking about your health, your fitness routine, like all the things that you know you need to do and that you've done to kind of be healthy and to take care of yourself. But in reality, like, there's really this spectrum, right? And we don't have to be at, you know, the fuck it phase all the time. We also don't have to be at the all in mentality all the time on the opposite end of that spectrum. And instead of thinking of this whole health and fitness pursuit as this on and off switch, which a lot of people unfortunately get into the habit of doing, I almost want you to think of it as like a dimmer, so to speak, right? And, and maybe more times we're this time of the year, it's the holidays, it's harder, there's different things going on, different opportunities of presenting themselves, like days are shorter, maybe seasonal depression is a thing for you and and it's harder to get activity in after your work or after the day when it's super dark or it's harder to get your steps in and take the dog on the, on the walk and it gets colder outside, which makes it harder to do, you know, other activities with your friends on the weekends. Like sometimes there's a lot of things that, again, pull us away from what is optimal or what has been part of the routine over the spring, summer, fall months, like sometimes winter, it just, it changes your whole, really your whole day-to-day organization and prioritization of what you can do physically for your health and your fitness and, and for your nutrition. But just because the seasons change does not mean that you can just turn that on and off switch with your health and your fitness, right? I want you to think of this sort of speak in a, in a dimmer kind of almost where, Maybe you're not giving all the effort that you could have been, or maybe this time of your life, the season of life, whether you have kids or other responsibilities, or again, more travel, having a little bit more grace and and like self-compassion and being able to say like, Hey, you know, I'm not going to be perfect, but that doesn't mean that I'm just going to give up everything because all these other things are going on. And it kind of brings me to this point that I want to drive at today which is this philosophy that people always, well, not always, but tend to approach with their health and fitness is like this idea that you're always going to make your best better. Me being a coach and having worked with a lot of people, still working with people right now, a lot of times I see when people come to me and ask for help, and and not even me, but anybody who's going to a coach and, and, you know, going to change their life or do X, Y, and Z, And they invest in somebody to help them do that. Like a lot of times people come with this, you know, preconceived notion that they're going to ask for assistance and help from somebody so they they can make their best even better, right? Do more meal prep, more calorie and macro tracking, more workouts, more steps, right? Like more self-restraint, more dedication, right? Like acting on more motivation. It's like, when you get into this routine of, hey, I'm going to hire somebody to, de- to make my best even better, a lot of times that's not really what people actually need. And the opposite instead is what I find that I tend to have conversations about with a lot of my clients. But it's oftentimes the 
the direction that we go with some of my clients and with people in general and, and what I want you to start thinking about, which is how can we make your baseline worst better, right? Because you at your best self doing all the things, right? Taking care of yourself, getting sleep, getting steps, getting the calories, getting the protein, like eating the fruits and the veggies, doing meal prep on the weekends, getting all your exercises in, like a lot of people can do that. They can do that short sprint for a period of time. And again, a lot of times people come to me thinking that I'm going to help them do that for longer. And that's what's going to help get them to whatever finish line or whatever goal that they're working towards. When in reality, it's the opposite, right? It's people not giving a shit. It's people letting one day or one weekend or you know, one Halloween weekend turn into the next month or turn into three months. And it's them not doing anything at all for a week, a month, three months at a time, a year at a time. Like that's what digs yourself back into this hole that you're trying to get, get out of. And really the, the main point that I want to drive at today, I'm going to give some examples, but it's this idea of not trying to make your best even better, right? I'd argue that we need to start making your baseline worst better instead and you focusing on that and you showing up for yourself in the times where maybe it's harder to do that or maybe it's harder to follow through and implement some of these things that you you know you've done in the past and you know you need to do to continue making small steps and small progressions towards whatever goal that it is you might be working towards right now. And again, I find that, you know, people can go really hard for a short period of time. Like I... I and I think there is some value in that. Like you'll hear the cliche analogy of like, oh, this is always a marathon, not a sprint. But there is a lot of truth to that. And, you know, a lot of people sprint and, and figuratively speaking right now, like, you know, maybe if you're a runner, endurance athlete, yeah, maybe you have to sprint and do some things sometimes. But this idea that you can just get to where you want to be in a matter of, matter of weeks or months or years, honestly, for some people is... It, there's kind of this disconnect between with what people expect they can accomplish. They, they almost overestimate what they can accomplish in a short period of time and underestimate what they can actually accomplish in, let's say, six months or a year or three years or six years. And that's not what people want to hear. But you accomplishing what you want to accomplish in a year or two years comes from you doing the small habits and behaviors consistently over time. And having that compound into the results that you're looking to achieve. And that does not happen by you going really fucking hard for two months, three months at a time, sometimes nine months at a time, but then not doing shit for the other two or three months at a time or going two weeks on and one week off, right? Like we have to find, you know, on the, that spectrum that we talked about, we have to find somewhere in the middle that we can a sustain and replicate and not absolutely hate. Right. Cause a lot of times people go on these sprints, these short bursts of effort. And a lot of times it's just not really conducive to what their life looks like long-term, nor is it something that they actually enjoy to do in the time being. And that's sometimes what leads to burnout or inconsistency or them just falling back off the train, so to speak, and then trying to find that momentum and motivation to get back on track and to to essentially start over again or to pick up where they left off and I don't know I find that I have this time of year especially in in when I talk with my coaching clients we do weekly stuff whatever it is but a lot of times the conversations right now in this time of year are centered around 
like, what is the old you and what are your, you know, previous tendencies, I guess, sort of speak when we look at this time of the year, like in the past, old you, like, do you kind of say, you know, whatever to your, your health and your fitness routine and say yes to all the things, say yes to all the occasions, go all out at the work parties and the dinners, you know, doing all the things at Friendsgiving, like not making your steps or your workouts a priority this time of year, letting other things take the place of that, not making time to meal prep, not giving yourself enough, you know, uh, giving yourself enough attention to continue to replicate, you know, what it means for you to be healthy. And again, this definition of healthy and consistent will change and differ from person to person. Like my definition of, of success in habits and routines is going to differ from one of my other clients or somebody else that I might know or my mom or different friends that I have. So a lot of this is subject to, to your own interpretation. And, and we all have this baseline worst, I like to say, that potentially could improve on. And, and I'll give an example, especially this time of the year where it's like, again, it's the holiday season. We got work parties, retreats, celebrations. Maybe you're traveling more, um, seeing old friends or different people that you don't see all year. Maybe there's more alcohol involved. I mentioned earlier daylight savings time, right? Like this change in the amount of time and sunlight that we have throughout the day can sometimes take away people's ability to get outside, let alone the weather changing, right? Like you going on hikes or walks in the evening. Sometimes those things aren't happening as much anymore. Maybe the gym starts to to get away from you because there's these deadlines, work things going on. Um, a lot of stuff happening that takes you away from maybe your normal routine. Um, and a lot of times people can get into the routine of just waiting until the new year to like reestablish themselves and, and to just get back on track or to start over again, so to speak. And man, it's this philosophy or this, this headspace that keeps people spinning their wheels for years and decades sometimes, honestly. And I want people to start think of like, hey, let's look at your day to day. Let's look at your week to week and even month to month. And let's maybe compare yourself to who you were a year ago or two years ago or five years ago. Like what are the habits of the person who, you know, maybe you were not happy with the progress or just kind of upset with the lack of progress that you're making this time of the year? Or again, you being all in or all out or having that all or nothing mentality, like what has kept you stuck and, and why do you keep feeling like you're spinning your wheels and how can we get out of those routines that were keeping you in that space and just start to slowly improve, you know, your worst baseline, so to speak, and start making that a little bit better. Like for you, this time of the year, if you're not doing anything, like Maybe that's reestablishing a way to get more steps in or, you know, to get a little bit more activity in over the course of the week. Maybe it's if you have your crazy busy schedule, maybe that's you scheduling time to go to the grocery store and to prep a meal or some meals throughout the course of the week. So you're saving time and saving, you know, decision making that needs to be made later in the week around your food choices, right? Like you setting up time for yourself to go shopping and have food and making a list and, and having those supplies in your pantry or in your fridge or freezer, like that might save you from ordering Uber Eats three or four nights a week this week, right? Or going out to lunch with all the coworkers um, two or three times this next week. 
like these are the things that I want you to start thinking about of like, hey, what is what is the easy thing that I'm choosing to do right now that just takes no energy and no, you know, mental focus to do, right? And a lot of times it's just going with the flow. It's not doing the things up front that again make things harder for you throughout the week to stick to your plan because the easy decision is is likely going to prevail in a lot of these situations because what else is happening, right? There's social influence, there's environmental influence right now that's happening. People are, you know, a lot of times influencing your decisions and and what you choose to do or don't do throughout the course of the week. And a lot of times, you know, you just make decisions based on your environment. So really right now, what I want you to think about and to do is just to take a step back and look at your life as a whole right now. Like, what are you happy about continuing to implement? And for you, right, knowing yourself, like, what does it mean to go in these full out sprints with your health and fitness? Because we all have, we all have the capacity to do that. And we've all done that in the past. And maybe we're all selective in when we do those things or when we don't. Um, But I'm not talking about trying to go into a full-on sprint right now. I'm talking about adding one or two or three habits or behaviors throughout the course of the week that you know you could do a little bit better on that's maybe lacking right now or maybe it's something that you've done really well in the past but just seems to get, you know, almost punted to the side in this time where there's a lot of other opportunities and events and things happening that are going to take your attention away from you taking care of yourself and taking care of business that in a way that you know how to do and in a way that also makes you feel better, right? And the goal of this is not to make you feel like you're forcing yourself to do some of these things. Like a lot of times we tend to do things or when it comes to health and dieting, right? It's like we need to eat all these things and eliminate these foods and and just stick to that because that's good and that's bad, When in reality, I really need you to get out of that, you know, good or bad food dichotomy that a lot of us, you know, spin our wheels in because that's what brings on a lot of guilt and shame and binging this time of the year because, you know, you don't see the apple or the peach pie or the pecan pie. And it's like, well, I I don't get to eat this that often. And I've labeled this food as bad. So I'm just going to eat it all. And knowing that I'm not going to be able to eat it for however long after this, I'm just going to kind of double down and have the ice cream, the whipped cream, and the big ass slice of pecan pie today um, because I don't get to do this very often. It's like, how can we understand some of these motives and these behaviors and take a step back and look at your life as a whole and really appreciate the areas of improvement that you you could make during this time of the year? Because what you do now will also set you up for success come next year, right? In the next quarter, in the next season of your life. And you doing the things that are hard right now and doing those in the face of, you know, maybe people receive some comments, right? Like you doing things that other people don't agree with, like not drinking or cutting yourself off after a certain amount of drinks or not indulging in desserts or appetizers. Like this is often time of year where people are like giving you shit for doing that, right? And usually that's them. Maybe it's your friends, family, people you don't even know. It's them projecting their own shit onto you because maybe they're battling with some of these insecurities too or battling with some of these struggles that maybe they don't know how to get out of. But I want you to start to appreciate, you know, doing the hard things in the face of adversity, knowing that that's going to pay off for you in the future. And this, again, does not have to be a sprint. It does not have to be you doing all the things all the time. But I do want this... I want this to be kind of a, not even a pep talk or a motivational speech by any means, but 
I want this to be something that makes you realize that you still could be doing some things better or you could be re-implementing and maintaining the things that you've been doing all year right now. And for you, that might be the ultimate form of progress, right? Like I, I don't know who says, I think it's Theodore Roosevelt, right? Comparison is a thief of joy. And if you find yourself comparing yourself to other people or, you know, social media people and doing all these things of you comparing yourself to others, man, like that's a one way ticket to you feeling really shitty about yourself. And I'm also a firm believer that the only person that you can compare yourself to is yourself, like within reason. I think it's can be a double-edged sword sometimes, but within this last year, you comparing yourself to who you were maybe at the beginning of the year in 2022 or whatever year it is, or midsummer, or now as we sit here, and if you think of yourself where you were a year ago, doing all the things you were doing, also COVID added another layer of complexity last year, right? A lot of social isolation, not seeing as many people, so that can almost be a catalyst for people saying fuck it and going all out this time of the year, right? So understanding of like where you were last year and what you're doing this year, like what are the things that you need to do to take care of yourself, to feel good, to enhance the experiences that you get to share with the people that you love and family and friends and all that this time of the year? Because I'm a firm believer that your nutrition and your fitness and your health, like that bleeds into all other areas of your life. And I want this time of the year to be enhanced by the choices that you make when, you know, doing a lot of the things that maybe, you know, you should be doing better, a better job of. And let's say if you were to compare yourself to who you were last year, like, hey, maybe you're isolated, you weren't getting out, you weren't as active, you weren't able to go to the gym. Maybe, you know, you weren't following consistent program with your fitness, you weren't getting enough steps in, um, you know, maybe last year you weren't doing a good job meal prepping or planning aside, you know, planning time to, you know, be able to go shop and prep your food and to have quick and convenient stuff throughout the week to help you hit your protein goal for the day or to bring your lunches consistently throughout the week or to plan at least three to five dinners to eat at home throughout the week and having those ingredients so you don't have to think about it when you get home, right? What are the things right now that you could be doing just a little bit better job at to make sure that you're taking care of yourself? Because believe it or not, like the effort that it requires to, you know, put the time into doing some of these things, you're going to get short term, you know, I guess you also get pretty immediate benefits, right? You feeling better not feeling like a, just a bag of shit eating, you know, takeout all day at work and, and the desserts and the donuts in the office and and uber eating all your meals away from home and saying yes to all the pizza like when you treat every occasion like a special occasion this time of the year we all know that feeling of like you know going too hard too frequently you know throughout the course of the week and you just feeling like i don't want to eat or i just want to have a plate of chicken and vegetables this week because i feel like shit my energy is low my maybe my digestion is off you potentially feel guilty for overindulging in a lot of these things like Sometimes people get to this point where it's like, hey, and a lot of times that's a product of people like restricting those things, I guess sometimes, which leads to a binge, which then ultimately leads to you feeling guilty and then you restricting again, which then leads to a binge and so forth, that never ending cycle. Like how can we prevent ourselves from getting into that cycle right now? And a lot of times that's, you know, making sure that we're eating enough throughout the course of the day. Are we getting enough water in? 
Are we prioritizing our, our sleep schedule right now, right? Do we need to add an evening or morning routine to, to add some time to take care of ourselves? Cause you're being, you know, pulled in so many different directions right now. Is this a time where maybe you could meditate or read a little bit more and practice some, practice some things that are intended to take care of yourself throughout the course of the day? Cause again, this is the time of year where maybe you're doing a lot of things for other people or you're traveling or you know, you have, again, work deadlines or a lot of stuff on your plate, or maybe you're in school and you have midterms and there's a lot of shit coming up before winter break. It's like, before you know it, everything throughout the course of your day is just geared towards giving your energy and time and attention to other things or to other people. And it's really easy to, it's really easy to not give yourself that time and attention, which again, is not filling your cup up, which is almost taking away resources that you have to give to other people. So what are the things that we need to do to get you into a headspace where you feel good and you're taking care of yourself and you have enough energy? And again, you're making this baseline worse, just a little bit better. And you're repeating those actions and behaviors because a lot of times that is what helps build momentum in the beginning. And I had this conversation with a client of mine just this past week, but, you know, instead of people, I'll give the example of weight loss right now, instead of trying to lose weight throughout the holiday season, maybe this is the perfect time of the year where you change your mindset to, hey, the reality is I'm going to be eating a lot and doing all these things, but maybe I'm going to get into the gym more and change your mindset of like, how can I maintain my weight, right, for the next month or two? Because maybe in the past, again, if we're comparing yourself to who you were last year or five years ago, maybe in the past, this is the time of the year where you'd gain two to six pounds, right? And maybe not all of it being fat, but just maybe a lot of it being fat, you know, a lot of excess calories being consumed this time of the year. And again, taking a step back here, I don't want you to think that you can't do these things, right? Like giving yourself permission, looking forward to these things. I think this is one of the best times of the year to really enjoy the people you're with and the food that you get because you don't get to eat it very often and the places and people you get to see and maybe you're traveling and, you know, this is really a time of the year that I I want you to feel good in. And the point of this kind of discussion today is how can we enhance those experiences instead of you looking back, you know, maybe in a year or come January and thinking, fuck, I let myself go there, right? Now I have to undo a lot of the behaviors and and things that I was doing. And maybe you're starting from a worse spot come, you know, the new year compared to where you could be. So it's hard, right? I feel my brain going in a lot of different directions with this podcast today. But the end of the day, like everybody has their own version of this. Everybody has their own baseline worse. And you know what that is, right? For some people that might be, you know, a week and a half of, and again, this might be extreme, but this is the reality a lot of people in, people live in is like, hey, somebody's baseline worse is them not tracking food at all and not prioritizing going on walks or taking the dog out or missing, you know, days in the gym. And maybe they've built a routine around that. And again, not to say that if you don't do those things consistently, that doesn't mean that you can't get back on track with that. But like, how can we minimize the damage and minimize you taking some steps backwards um, and not feeling guilty about that? So for some people, how can we, you know, not let one week turn into four weeks? Because that can, that can happen really easily this time of the year. You know, for, for other people right now, some people, you know, aren't eating any meals at home and they're not working out at all. 
and they're getting 3,000 steps a day because they're working from home or their job is super sedentary. And they're saying yes to all the special occasions and drinking all the drinks and going to all the friends givings and happy hours and work parties. And again, not to say that you can't do those things, but like, how can we make those situations better? Maybe, you know, when in the past you would have said yes to all the things, can we pick and choose what we say yes to and what we say no to, right? Like, can we pick and choose when we drink or don't drink this month? Or can we get enough food and protein in before we go to some of these events? Or when we're at these events, could we say no to some of the appetizers knowing that we're going to eat the dessert and then, you know, order our plant and protein and complex carb source with dinner? Can we make different selections when we are making decisions around food? Like, can we exercise, you know, not feeling guilty, not feeling like we need to burn off the calories that we ate, but instead like using the food that we ate as fuel into our next workouts and, and programming your brain into thinking, Hey, I ate a lot. Let's use this for fuel so I can continue to build a lot of these habits that are really important to me and build up a really strong body that I'm going to be proud of. There's a lot of examples that, you know, we can kind of go down this road on, but it applies to all seasons of our life too, right? Like for some people, the spring or the summer might be really difficult. And we all know that feeling, right? Like June comes, weather starts to get a little bit warmer, you know, maybe more trips to the lake or Maybe you're traveling more, there's more summer barbecues or the days are longer and you're golfing, you know, three, four times a week with the boys and you're, you know, drinking or doing whatever it is after or during those events. You know, maybe there's more trips, weddings, bachelorette parties, um, girls nights, like you name it. There's always something going on in the summer. And sometimes a lot of people, it's really difficult for them to stick to their health and fitness when there's always things going on. And there's always situations maybe after work or on the weekends that could be pulling your attention away from some of the things that, again, you deem important to you, which is like eating well and getting your exercise in and taking care of your mental health and prioritizing sleep, right? And staying hydrated, like a lot of the things that you know you need to do to feel good um, that are also going to help you age better, right? And, and to just give you the best chance of being healthy for as long as possible. So you know, the holiday season is not the only time where people struggle with this. This can really be applied to everybody in every season um, throughout the course of the year. So again, moral of the story is I don't want you to think that you have to be perfect this time of the year. Because in fact, that's oftentimes the things that, that's the mindset that's holding you back, that's leading to this, you know, saying fuck it mode and it's doing all the things all the time. When in reality, like how can we come back to the middle of that spectrum, right? Putting that dimmer switch on and being able to still prioritize some of the things that you know you can do and that you should do instead of saying, forget about it all in general. And this time of the year, I just, I want you to think about how can we set yourself up for the next season of your life? And the next season might come at the new year. It might come later next year. But what are the things that we need to do now that's going to set you up for success and to give you maybe a higher starting point when you do go into your next fat loss phase or when you do go into a next you know muscle gain phase or when you do try and do a different style of workout programming or exercise modality or when you do start to train for your next marathon or triathlon or swim meet or like whatever the fuck it is that you do, what are the things that you could be doing now just a little bit better to help set you up for a time when maybe you do have to start to sprint again with your health and fitness goals, 
but not doing anything right now, just standing in the same spot or maybe going backwards for some people, like that's what's contributing to this never ending cycle of you stopping and starting over and over and over again, right? Instead of stopping right now, just think of how we can make small steps towards those, you know, goals or finish line, whatever it is that you're working towards. And just use today, this month, this holiday season as an opportunity to continue to build and get ahead of your goals so that when you do have to give more time and effort or when you actually physically have more time and energy, um, you know, and attention to give to some of these things, you're in a better headspace, you're in a better starting spot than you're not giving a shit at all right now. So I don't know, some just a different way of thinking and Something that I found, again, being a coach and working with with people right now, it's like, what are the things that are keeping people from getting to where they want to be? And a lot of times it's not their best in doing that for a period of time that's keeping them from where they want to be. It's what's their baseline worst in situations when they're not their best or they're not giving their full effort. Like, are those times just, you know, filling that hole that they've been digging up? Um, Are they keeping them still? Or... Are they actually adding and complementing, you know, to the other areas of their life where they're able to give more time, attention, and energy to the things that, you know, maybe are more important to them at that time? So long story short, I just, I don't want you to think that you're off the hook this time of the year. There's always something that I think people could do a little bit better job at. And for some people that might be more, some people that might be less than others, but there's usually something that people start to do less of this time of the year or or people fall out of the habit of doing or people could simply add. And again, for some people that could be hitting a minimum water goal of 100 ounces a day. Like that's what's gonna make their baseline worst better this time of the year. Them doing that every single day, like that's a fucking victory, right? And that's one habit that can, you know, kind of lead to future changes and complement, you know, their efforts of pursuing whatever it is that they're gonna, they're going to go after later next year or whatever it may be. And them drinking water is also going to make sure they're not dehydrated, right? Which can improve their performance and their productivity and their mental clarity right now um, and, and just help them feel better. So that bleeds into other areas of their life, their relationships, their social events, their work life, uh, maybe them just taking care of themselves. Like doing one thing, right, has this ripple effect and the ability to impact so many other things throughout the course of the day. So what is that one thing for you? And it, it might be water, it might be steps, it might be consistently going to the gym. Honestly, for some people, it might be going from you know four days a week of working out to two days a week because that's more sustainable and they don't feel guilty when they don't get to those three or four days because they know they have so many things going on. But you getting two, workouts, two workouts in you know, consistently this time of the year is far better than you not getting any in you know, over the course of the month. So again, it's these small habits and behaviors and these priorities that could just make all the difference in the world. And I just want you to think like, what is your baseline worst right now? Like you, in your opinion, you know, and knowing you and your history of doing a lot of these things, like what is your worst? And I want you to be honest with yourself, right? Because this doesn't really work if you're not being truthful with yourself and being able to acknowledge the areas of improvement that you have in your life. But What are the things that you could do today to make today better, tomorrow better, but also next month, next year, and the next decade of your life better? Like what are those small habits and behaviors that are going to make the biggest difference and go fucking execute on that? Because 
honestly, your, your future self is going to thank you for it. But a lot of times your goals are dependent on that too. However big or small those things are. So I just want people to remember that it's not always about making your best better. I'd argue it's the opposite. It's how can we make your baseline worst a little bit better in doing that more consistently throughout the course of the year. And before you know it, you know, the more routine you are with this and the more you improve your baseline, the easier it is to follow through with some of these things and to make that a habit and a routine, but to also maximize your progress in other areas of your life where, or other you know, times of your life when you're able to give more effort to your nutrition or your fitness goals and maybe speed up the results a little bit more at that point instead of trying to play catch up. So just make the best decision for you. Really, that's all that you could do this time of the year. And whenever you hear this, like you might have, you know, a lot of motivation right now, you might not have any at all. But how can we just dig deep and in, and in, in start to focus on behaviors and changing our environment and making these small commitments and priorities to ourselves and actually following through on that? Because that's a lot of times what's going to get you to where you want to be. So just remember that it's not about making your best better. It's about making your worst better. So let's continue to do that and let's just make it happen for the rest of the year. And you're going to like the the spot that you end up here in the next month or two, if you choose to do that. So thank you for listening to me ramble today. I'm going to end the podcast on that note, but until next time, remember to you with a purpose, train with attention and think with confidence as you work towards your own nutrition and fitness goals. Hope you have an amazing one wherever you sit here today and I'll see you on the next episode. Peace. Thank you again for listening to this episode. If you found value and enjoyed it, it would mean the world to me if you posted a screenshot to your social media. If you do, make sure you tag me so I can say thanks. Or if you're on iTunes, scrolling down and leaving a five-star review would be much appreciated. And if you ever want to get in touch with me, you can always find me on Instagram at LukeSmithRD. Thanks again for tuning in and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. I'll see you on the next episode.